every day, me and you. The good news is sure. This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. What are the key elements to being a Christian? Well, you may not be dead physically, but according to the Word of God, until Jesus Christ comes into your life, you are dead spiritually. That means you are dead toward God. That means that God can't communicate with you. You can't communicate with God. Dr. David Jeremiah gives us insight into basics of the Christian faith, next time on Turning Point. Listen to Turning Point at 12.30 p.m. Monday through Friday on the Good News Station, WCNO. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. What you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. And when they had come to him, he said to them, 
You know, from the first day that I came to Asia, in what manner I always lived among you, serving the Lord with all humility and with many tears and trials, which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews, and how I kept back nothing that was helpful, but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying to Jews and also to Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And see, now I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me, but none of these things move me. Nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish the race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. I want to talk to you about Holy Ghost power to do. Somebody shout to do. So to do what? To do everything that God's called you to do in life. To become everything that God wants you to become. To go everywhere He wants you to go. How many of you think that that's the place of fulfillment to live today? Come on, amen, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for the ability to preach and teach. I thank you, God, for the spirit of revelation in this house. Lord, I thank you, God, that you release your spirit over all your people in this place today to receive truth that transforms. God, I thank you for a visitation of the Holy Spirit. Change us from the inside out. And Lord, let my words be anointed of God and have entrance into every heart. Give us ears to hear in Jesus' name. If you believe that, say amen. amen. You know, the powerful thing about Acts chapter 20 is that Paul, at this point in his life, is pastoring one of the most successful churches in all of the history of the, of, of, of the world. At this time, there had been no church that had been successful as the church in Ephesus. And and how many know it was not the church in Jerusalem that was successful? You would have thought that the church in Jerusalem would be the most successful church because that's where it all started. That's where Jesus was crucified. That's where he was raised from the dead. That's where the power of the Holy Spirit filled. And and that's where they got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And he said, go into all Jerusalem. And then from there out into the uttermost parts of the world, you would think that's where the church would be. But how many know that church really failed because that church became very inward? After Acts chapter 3 or 4, you don't hear a whole lot about the church in Jerusalem anymore. There's not much said about it except for when you get to Acts chapter 15 when they call all the, all the teachers and the apostles together for what they called the Council of Nicaea and they begin to address this thing about the Gentiles and now all of a sudden the Gentiles are getting saved. But you really don't hear a whole lot about Jerusalem as the church begins to spread throughout the Middle East. And you think, well, why is that? It's because the church in Jerusalem became very self-centered. They became very about themselves. They became a church that was focused more on Judaism and bringing Christ in rather than being focused on Christ to take care of some of the traditions of Judaism. Amen? I mean, if Peter and John would have had their way, you wouldn't be here today. Come on, if Peter, James, and John would have got what they wanted, there would be none of us here today because those boys wanted to keep Christianity all locked up as a Jewish entity. They wanted it to stay as a part of Judaism. They actually believed that you and I were part of the scum of the earth. They didn't think that we, had any, that we should have any rights or any ability to participate in the kingdom of God, that it was just for the Jews. And, and what really blew their mind is that they discovered that the kingdom of God was not a membership, but the kingdom of God was a citizenship, that it's a whosoever promise, that whosoever shall believe on the name of Jesus can become a citizen of the kingdom of God. Come on, amen? 
Hmm? It's something that comes from, there's something that God puts on the inside of us that begins to manifest on the outside of us. It manifests outwardly. It's an inward work done outwardly. I mean, you know, in Judaism, it was an outward work to try to change the inside. The outside, of, they were trying to get the outside of the cup clean, but the inside of the cup was dirty. It got all caught up in traditions and rules and laws. Amen. So all of a sudden, the church of Jerusalem, Jerusalem takes what was given to them as a great apostolic commission And it's what we call the Great Commission in the Bible today. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Make disciples of men. Preach, baptize those in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Observe everything that I command you. And he said, lo, I will be with you always. That was the Great Commission. And what did they do? They just took everything that was given to them and turned it into the routine of their day. And the Bible says that they kept going to the synagogue during the hour of prayer. They kept the traditions and the Jewish customs even though they were Christian. So all of a sudden we get to, we get to Acts chapter 8 and this is what happens. It says God allows persecution to come. Persecution, I mean when persecution comes, revival comes after. Come on. They think, you think Isis is over there just murdering Christians and it's sad. That's going on. But let me tell you, something that's going to be birthed out of that is going to be revival. There's going to be a revival that sweeps across the Middle East. Because you can't kill Christians and persecute Christians without the spirit of revival coming. So God allows this persecution to come, and Stephen has just been stoned to death. Matter of fact, Paul, who was Saul, was holding the coats of those that had stoned him to death, stoned Stephen to death. Paul, Saul was participating in this. He participated in the murder. And the Bible says that after Stephen was killed, it said persecution rose among them that were in Jerusalem to the point, watch this, to the point that all the people of God were scattered except the apostles. So everybody that was coming to church got scattered. But God left the apostles in Jerusalem. He didn't scatter the apostles because how many of you knew that if the apostles had gotten so bogged down into the Jewish customs, they would have just took that out into the world and that would have been spread out instead of Christianity. And people would have been getting circumcised. People would have had to observe the Sabbath. People would have, he knew they were going to take it out there and they were going to mess it up. So this is what God did. He said, leave Peter, leave James, leave John in Jerusalem because they ain't figured it out yet. And I'll send everybody else that is born of the Spirit. I'll send everybody out there that's got the move of God in their life out there. They can go do what I've called them to do. And the Bible says that they went everywhere. And you know what they had? Listen, it wasn't a PhD in, in theology. Come on, they didn't, a lot of these people didn't even know, walk around with Jesus. They hadn't learned in some of the finer institutions. They hadn't been taught in some of the finer places. But what they had was a relationship with Jesus Christ. All they knew is they met Jesus, Jesus changed them, and now they're going to tell somebody about it. Come on, help me somebody, amen? All they knew is they met Christ and He took the burden out of their life. He took the load off their life. He took the guilt away. He took the shame away. He took the condemnation away. And now all of a sudden, they've been freer than they've ever been in their whole life. And they took that out there and began to preach it into the streets. They knew this guy who had been hanging out with Jesus, all he said was this. He said, I don't know all this stuff. I don't know all theology. I don't know everything there is to know about. But I know I met this guy named Jesus. He changed my life and I'll never be the same. Come on, how many know that's the truth of the gospel message today? And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. 
If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. I had an, somebody said, I had an encounter with Jesus. I might not know much, but I know Jesus changed me. That argument will stand any test of time. See, yeah, some, sometimes people want to come and argue with you about the gospel, and you say, well, I don't know all about that. I can't tell you. I mean, I, I've only read a few books in the Bible, but I do know this. I met Jesus, and he changed me. Who can argue with that? I used to be that, but I ain't that no more. I used to be them, but I ain't them no more. <laughs> come on, amen. Huh? Hmm? I found peace I never knew. I found freedom I never knew. I found joy that I never knew I could have. And the Bible says that when these people that were like this were scattered everywhere, watch this, people in pockets began to become receptive and receive the message of the gospel. People that weren't Jews. People started believing. People like you and I, Gentiles. People that didn't come up in the Jewish custom. Amen? And all of a sudden, we get all the way up to Acts chapter 10, and now Peter is up on a rooftop, and he's praying on the roof of this house. And, and while he's up there praying, he's doing his duty. I mean, sometimes that's what we do. We're just doing our duty. Amen? He's up there just, oh, I'm just doing my duty. I'm, just show, I'm praying for 30 minutes today, Lord, because I, need, I know I need to. Come on, it's not even an expression of love anymore. We're just doing our duty. Hello, come on, Amen? And all of a sudden, God said to Peter, he said, I want you to go preach to a man named Cornelius. His prayers and his alms have come up before me, and, and he's a Gentile. And watch this. This is what Peter said. Peter said this. It will never happen. I ain't doing it, God. You're going to forget it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it is possible for people who live in a generation to walk around with an anointing on their life so that when they walk by lame people, and their shadow goes over the lame person, they receive healing and stand up and walk and still be locked up in a religious mindset in their head. That was Peter. Lame people were walking when the shadow would cast over them, and now all of a sudden he's standing here going, God, I'll never do it. I ain't going to do that. Huh? Come on, you not heard me this morning. Peter was walking around and people were being healed, and now he's refusing to do what God told him to do. And God said, listen, I want you to do something different. I want you to do something that's never been done before. And Peter looked at God and he said, God, you got to be kidding me. I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to talk to a Gentile. I'm not going to talk to them dogs. I ain't never touched anything unclean before and I ain't about to start now. Come on, hello? And the Bible says all of a sudden Peter went into a vision and a sheet came down out of heaven. And inside that sheet were all kinds of animals and pigs and everything. And Peter looked at it and he said, unclean, unclean. I'll never touch it. I'll never touch it. I'll never go there. I'll never break into that. I'll never do it. Ladies and gentlemen, do you realize that religious traditions and thought patterns and things that we've come to believe in our life that we, that we stake decisions on, even decisions that concern us in the church and what God's doing in our life, that that stuff, all that stuff in our life can be based on a religious mindset of things because we're unwilling to hear God for our life? Unclean, unclean. That stuff can become so powerful that it will make the Word of God ineffective in our life. You say, well, there's nothing more powerful than the Word of God. Well, that's not true. Jesus said himself, you make my word of no effect when you preach your traditions as if it were the word of God. Because you believe a lie. 
Because you believe some religious thing that you've been taught. You've made my power of no effect. You've made my word of no effect. And we do that, ladies and gentlemen, because we get bound up in a bad doctrine or a belief about God. We go around believing that God's going around judging cities and judging people and, 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 and natural disasters, God's punishment on sin. That's a lie. That's not true. Come on, amen. If God was judging sin today, this church would be empty. No, come on now. You know what you thought you did and you did and you didn't want to do it and you did it anyway. No, there's grace. We're living in a dispensation of grace because Jesus went to the cross and he stood in the gap for you and I. He took all that punishment. He took all that torture. He took all the wrath of God upon him so that you and I didn't have to suffer it. Is the judgment coming? Yes. There is a dispensation of judgment coming to the earth. But let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. You and I are covered under the blood of Jesus. It's coming. But right now, grace is on the earth. Grace for salvation. Grace for healing. Grace for power. Grace for miracles. Grace for breakthrough. Oh, hallelujah. Do you believe that today? Peter said, never, 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 never. And God said, Peter, don't you call unclean what I call clean. Don't you do it. So Peter got up and, and you know the rest of the story. He goes to Cornelius' house and all of a sudden he's at Cornelius' house. Peter just starts talking and Cornelius gets baptized in the Holy Spirit and starts speaking in tongues. Went straight from salvation to speaking in tongues. I mean like that. In fact, in chapter 11 when, when Cornelius, he gets to Cornelius, he says 43 words to Cornelius. Peter preached a 43 word sermon and Cornelius started speaking in tongues. It's as if God said, Peter, just get in the door and then let me do the rest because I know you're going to undo everything with your mouth before I get a chance to move, so let me just get in there with you. Huh? Just open your mouth and I'll show up. Hmm? Let's get this thing. 43 words and Cornelius was full. And then, and then all of a sudden, Peter goes back to all the apostles and he's trying to explain something. He's saying, listen, guys, these Gentiles, they... They got the message. They're getting baptized in the Holy Ghost. I'm sorry I had nothing to do with it. It was all God. It wasn't me. This is what happened. I just, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. Forgive me. I just, I just, I, you know, I had a vision, a sheet. There was a pig in it and unclean. No, it didn't happen. It really ain't my fault, guys. Huh? And from that point on, it was out of Antioch that they sent Saul and Barnabas, who later became Paul and became one of the greatest apostles in our history of the church, he wrote 13 letters in the New Testament, 13 books in the New Testament that he penned. And literally, the testimony and the things of his journeys have impacted our church today. It's given us our church structure. It's why we're gathered here today, having church. Come on, amen. You believe that this morning? Hmm? So God takes a fisherman named Peter and he sends him to the Jews. And he takes a Pharisee named Paul and sends him to the Gentiles. And he teaches us. To understand what it means to walk and move in the power of the Holy Spirit. And here's Paul, this great apostle. He's beginning to birth these churches all over, all over the Middle East. And watch this. He comes to Ephesus. And most of the people believe that during the time that Paul had the church in Ephesus, for the first two and a half to three years, there were over 20,000 20, to 30,000 people that attended that church. I mean, that's a mega church in Ephesus. Amen. It became the largest church in the New Testament. They literally went into that city and changed the entire dynamics of that city. They changed how business operated. They changed the economy of that city. They rooted out witchcraft in that city. 
Come on, how many of you? I'm waiting for Truth Church to get in the middle of Fort Pierce and root out some witchcraft and change our city. I'm waiting to see our city become holy. You believe that today? Amen. Amen. The Bible says that when Paul cast out that cast out the devil from that fortune teller, they didn't get mad because the woman got free. They didn't, you know, they weren't upset about that. They got mad because her business was controlling the economy of the city. And when she got delivered, she could no longer walk and operate in witchcraft and no longer do fortunes for anybody. And it affected the economy. Come on, amen. I mean, most people don't really care about people getting set free. And most people don't care if you get set free from drugs or alcohol. But when it affects their wallet, then they get upset. Come on. I mean, there'd be a lot of drug dealers upset today if everybody got free off of drugs. Come on, there's some folks in Colorado who go out of business today. Because they done bought thousands of acres and they're planting farms. They're growing some good bud. Hello, come on, amen. But if everybody got set free from smoking pot, then I mean, there's going to be some upset pot farmers. So all of a sudden, Paul's there and he's established this leadership. He's established this eldership. He's got twenty to 30,000 people there. He's got a great church. It's a place of success. Somebody say success. Hmm? Paul begins to feel something on the inside of him, something beginning to stir up on the inside of his heart. And he says, you know what? I haven't just been called to be successful. There's something more about my life. I was called to be a person of impact. I was called to be a person of destiny. I was called to be a person that changes what's in front of him, that shapes the atmosphere of the, of the world that he lives in. I was called to a place of significance. Somebody say significance. Listen to me this morning. Everybody in this world, on this planet today, lives in one of three places. A lot of folks today live in a place called survival. 75% of the population of this world lives in a place of survival. Every day, their life lives in survival. They're just trying to make it to tomorrow. They're just trying to get through to the next day. They live paycheck to paycheck. They live from church meeting to church meeting. They're just trying to hang on and make it for another day. They're surviving. Somebody shout surviving. Well, I mean, surviving's better than giving up and just dying. Come on, amen. Praise the Lord, amen. You ask them how they're doing, you say, well, brother, I'm just, I'm just trying to make it. I'm just hanging on. Why? Why? Because they're locked up in cycles of just trying to get by. God didn't call you just to get by. He didn't call you just to go along to get along, amen. Jesus didn't come down here on planet earth for you just to spend your life trying to get by. He called you to a place of victory. He said, I have come that you might have life and have life more abundant life, more abundantly. Somebody shout abundantly. God wants us to live in the overflow of our life. Do you believe that today? Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth.
Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. Destiny Network. 